Hello and welcome back to the Basement Podcast. The Basement Podcast. As always, we're your hosts, Cody and Catherine Prince. Do you like Catherine? Or do you want me to introduce you to something else? Katie or Cat or Kathy? I know oh, you love that yep. one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the one I want. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't really have a preference. Okay. Catherine's my name, but people yeah. call me Katie. Some people call me Cat. So I guess whatever you want to call me, babe. Okay, well, I mean, there you go. Y'all heard it here, dealer's choice. You can yep. call her whatever. Uh, mm, no. Yeah. Yeah. Not whatever. I mean, there's extents to what you can call me. I mean, don't go around calling me like a bitch or cunt or something. But. Wow. Wow. Uh, I thought we weren't supposed to say that word ever. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. That's why I don't want anybody to call me that. Duh. Well, anyways, that was super aggressive, I felt like. <laughs> I didn't mean to start off with aggression. That's well, not what I was going you did. for. So with that being said, let's play some intro music and then <laughs> get into it. <laughs> communicating without words or at fading the music out both <laughs> but i feel like you should have gotten the hand thing yeah i thought you were gonna count down though i i it was really just like two no, hand then, flashes no and then boom, yeah, off. obviously yeah because if i can't do that how would i slowly <laughs> fade out on the knob and also be counting down with my hand you have two hands and i have to use my phone so that i can pause oh, it pause like, i'm doing music. all kinds of stuff i'm the fucking like podcast showmaster over here you are doing a pretty good job i it just didn't have any you know here's the thing is because like what y'all don't understand is that nine times out of ten do you like how i'm doing that no but like nine times out of ten i don't even edit these i try to just Make right, sure that we get out. it in one, like, because if I was having a conversation with someone, I'd be like, you know what? Hold on. I said <laughs> something like two minutes into when we started talking. I'm going to want to go back in there and edit that around a little bit because right. I don't like how it came out. Like, that's just weird. So, yeah, I always try to make sure that unless there's like our kids are being super annoying Ooh, or yeah. someone actively breaks into our house in the middle of an episode, you never know. Like, so if something like that happens, I guess I'd have to edit it out, but... Otherwise, I like to just leave it how it is. Well, actually, our children interrupted part of what is pre-recorded for this episode already anyways, so you might have to do some editing. And I think it's really funny that you happen to bring that up on the intro to this, well, isn't <laughs> not that knowing that <laughs> you might have to do some editing. Now I'm going to have to tell her that I don't actually know how to edit any episodes. So <laughs> this is going to be super awkward after this one. Oh, yeah. That's funny. No. But yeah, so I guess we can talk about that. Uh, this episode is going to be quite different than you used to for a couple of reasons. One being that I am not in all of it. And yeah. I know before you start crying or having a panic attack. Or turning this show okay. off immediately. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't like, oh, turn God, it off here. right now. Give her a chance. No, we, we, we interviewed. Well, we didn't. I Katie interviewed. <laughs> this was our first uh not and everyone calls them zooms we don't use zooms we just use uh, phone calls because i feel like the quality is a little bit better yeah we recorded it directly into the roadcaster, roadcaster. yeah 
So yeah, that's fun. I got to use Roadcaster yeah, by so myself. Yeah, Katie used all the stuff and did the talk with cannabis physicians answering. Did I get that right? Yeah, her name is Michelle Newman. I talked with Michelle Newman. She runs Cannabis Physicians Answering. Right. Out of Oklahoma City. Right. And so that kind of ties into the whole series that we're doing now as we're wrapping this one. So that was kind of about flour and getting your card and, yeah. you know, why smoke weed, how to smoke it. You know, those kind of basic things. It was a little sporadic, things. but mainly this is our like first segment into these multi series that we're going to be doing, covering all these different topics. And as we go on, we'll go deeper into detail or maybe spin off of each one to kind of explain it better. But what we wanted to do was just lay a decent foundation into, hey, if you're Basic brand knowledge. new to yeah. this, here is at least something that's going to get you started, right? Yeah, it's going to get all those terms in front of you. You're going to be able to have like the beginner amount of knowledge that you need. And then like this kind of gives, uh, I don't know, I guess a professional opinion, perspective, whatever, on everything that we kind of covered, getting your card here in Oklahoma. Um Michelle Newman is she helped me get my card she's the one that helped us with that whole chronic doc situation and so I kind of talked to her about what she does how she kind of got to where she is now uh she talks about all of the surface services that she offers kind of like the basics of how to get your medical card in Oklahoma and she just kind of sums up all those little bits that we talked about in the beginning of this little series that we're doing. Right. And that was a uh, fun conversation y'all had. I was in the living room trying to wrangle our smallest child. Uh, but uh, Yeah, that's what you might have to cut out. <laughs> I just couldn't keep her congested. She was just, she was playing. She's just screaming yeah. whilst playing. Yeah, she was. She that was. She was recently learned how to scream loud and obnoxiously. So that was, of course, her favorite thing to do for a while. Right. Exactly. But if you have kids, you understand, and if you don't, good for you. Right. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the day. Yeah. Anyways. Oh. Well, there was some dead space, so we need to keep this ball rolling. No, actually, I'm thinking we're keeping it pretty short. So should we just cut to the new or? <gasps> Should we just like cut here and then do a news segment for the end, or do our do news right now? News segment right now. Okay, let's do How it right now. How fancy are you trying to get here, babe? <laughs> it's not like a full what segment. Do you like think I work for some news company or something. We're gonna cut here and we'll come back later. Yeah, no, I mean we always cover news, and I don't know if you want to do it before the interview or not. Uh, so as far as the news goes, by the time this comes out, there's probably already going to be new stuff. So I think maybe we'll just save the news for the next for one the next and one? I'll try to do a more in-depth of like what's going on. Cause I know that there is some ball rolling type stuff on a lot right. of things that could impact us. Um, uh, still a lot of ifs, but right. there are more of them, I guess, more ifs to cover. Okay. Well then... We got an interview to get to. Yeah, so we're going to, so this is Katie's interview, and like I said, just just give her a chance. I mean, just come on, guys. But anyways, uh, no, it's a really good Excellent. interview. Uh, it ties into the flower thing, like I said. This, uh, so this is the company that Katie used to help get her card, and they did pretty much the entire thing for her. Like, they covered everything as far as, they even made your profile, right? 
Actually, no, because I had already started it because I was getting my reference through Chronic Docs originally, mm. but then they fudged all that up. Right. And still never got our money back ever. Ugh, yeah, I know. Super frustrating, but whatever. Not not anything I Let's should worry about. Yeah, like We've release grown. the anger, yeah. move past it. Anyways, she logged into my account and uploaded everything, verified that all the documents I had already uploaded were, you know, something that OMMA would pass. And then she, you know, submitted it. She paid for it, all that fun stuff. Right. And, oh, and those of you that are like, oh, she's just OMMA cards. I don't need that. She has professional services that she does for the cannabis industry as well. So cannabis physician answering and then slash she'll tell you what the name of it is, but it's like professional services because she started as a paralegal. So if you are interested in any kind of like she works really closely with the OMMA. So like any kind of rules and regulations, you want her to check up on you, make sure that, you know, you meet all of those things or you need some kind of paralegal assistance. She also offers all of that here in the cannabis industry. Very nice. Do you all talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't want to go too deep into it. Okay, good deal. Well, then with that being said, I feel like let's cut here officially (laughs) to uh, the interview with cannabis physician answering. Michelle Newman. Michelle Newman. Here we go. To first introduce myself, uh, my name is Michelle Newman. I'm located here in Yukon, which is northwest Oklahoma City. I'm from the uh, Duncan, Stevens County area originally. My profession by uh, trade is a paralegal. I have been working in the uh, legal industry for 38 plus years. My business um, originated within the cannabis industry in January 1st, 2019. And I have an answering service that is entitled Cannabis Physicians Answering. And I also have a DBA trade name of Michelle Newman Professional Business Services. It's a 24-hour answering service it originated as a 24-hour answering service for licensed physicians. With them, I had a focus and a vision on uh, patient licensing services, offering professional business services statewide to the cannabis industry. I have a web page if anybody wants to uh, look at that, which is www.cannabisphysiciansanswering.net. We'll link that. We'll link that. Well, yeah, we'll link in the bio for you so that our viewers can go right below our little thing and find it easily. Okay. My Facebook profile is... uh, I'm typically found by name either Cannabis Physicians Answering or um, Michelle Newman in Yukon. And then I have a I have an operator assist, which is a Facebook profile as well. So kind of you can find me that way. 
although I'm very involved in many social media outlets uh, within the cannabis industry all over the state. I have an email address of cannabis2019 at yahoo.com. And I have a 24-hour telephone line that is talk and text at 405-260-9300. So I'm available all the time. (laughs) But I'm very proud of that fact. Very proud of that. Yeah, I remember when Um, I reached out to you the first time, it was incredibly easy to get in contact with you. Yeah, and and typically, I try to provide a 24-hour turnaround service to patients that are seeking their medical license. Right. Meaning, once I get all of the information from them that's needed, and we're going to go over that in just a little bit, um, um, and I receive payment, um, I will schedule uh, the patient with a virtual visit with the doctor, I will get their uh, recommendation that Sunday and upload to the state. So, um, and that's pretty unusual as well. But that's something that kind of, that I I believe in and I make sure that it gets done. So, I offer a uh, mobile service, which means it's one-on-one. Um, if the patient if there's logistics problems where it's too far away and I can't get to that patient or that patient can't get to me, we can't meet in between in the middle, um, then that's not a problem. I'll offer virtual licensing services as well. And then I also offer, um, I host or uh, facilitate patient drives to dispensaries all over the state. I attend pop-up events, uh, small-town fairs, public events um, at the fairgrounds. Um, it, it, uh, there are some training events that I will attend, but that's usually not for me to provide services. That's for my education purposes with my doctor. And I attend all of these in person. And I also have a mobile unit um, where I can come and be on site. If the dispensary is just doesn't is not big enough to host a group of people, then I have my mobile unit outside, and I can take care of them there. Oh, the that's state, awesome! Um, yeah, the state uh, stopped. Um, in August of 2019 from a physician being on site at a dispensary. The physician can be next door in a separate building. The physician can be down the block. The physician can be in his office. He can oh. be in my trailer. Nice. He can, but he cannot be in, or he or she, I'm sorry, right. cannot be as of August of 2019, on site. Um, uh, there's lots of legal reasons for that, but all of my physicians are all fully compliant with that, and they all provide telehealth um, 
recommendations. Yeah, okay. virtually through either yeah FaceTime or Zoom. Those are the two services that all of my physicians offer. Yeah, I um. So I may be. I in- had your uh, virtual visit, and it was it was super quick, super easy, or sorry, super quick and super easy. And um, your doctor was super. Um, I don't know. He was. He was very thorough. He asked me a lot of questions, but he was also very nice and um, very much like, no, I definitely think this is going to help you. Like, I think this is something yeah. that's going to benefit you. And I was like, good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Yeah, I'm proud of my doctors um, because I don't use your typical fly-by-night. I have um, three physicians that work um, with me. And one is a retired surgeon, and he has his focus now as retired from the hospital and from service there. He focuses only on um, medical cannabis and uh, treating with medical cannabis, of course, and uh, hormone replacement therapy for both men and women. So uh, that's his focus. Yes. Then I have another physician that is a pain management physician. And in the state of Oklahoma, that is very, very rare because pain management typically want to keep the patient dependent on the pharmaceutical. Um, and this doctor does not. He, he will use pharmaceuticals uh, when required, but he treats with non uh, no um with non narcotics as well as THC his specialty is an addiction medication so he's an addiction specialist and he has been doing that in Oklahoma for more than um, about 35 years very very well known very national speaker you know very well known and another one is a, um, an active working anesthesiologist. So he understands that, you know, when you're going into surgery, if what you're, what you should have on board, what you should not have on board. Um, he is licensed in Oklahoma and he is licensed in the state of Ohio as well. So those are my doctors that work with me. They're That's not awesome. just visual pop up jiffy docs or. Right. Presto docs, or, you know, those that you see online. Yeah, the ones docs that and those other things. seem kind of sketchy, yeah. The right. One, the and, ones and, that you'll pay and then never hear from again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I wanted to discuss with the public a little bit, of, go over the requirements to obtain a medical marijuana license. Um, there are, there's, of course, the proof of identity. Uh, so you have to provide one, but not all, of either an Oklahoma driver's license, unexpired, or an Oklahoma state ID card, unexpired. You can use an U.S. passport, and you can use a tribal ID as proof of identity you cannot use a tribal id as proof of residency 
That is a misconception by many. Um, and it's not clear on the OMA's webpage, but I'm here to tell you that they will not accept a tribal ID, even though it has a, an address on it as proof of residency. Oh, well, that's you good can, it, Yes, but they will accept the driver's license or a state ID as proof of residency and proof of identity. If you do not have a state ID or state driver's license, then you would have to go as your proof, use it as a proof of residency, either a utility bill. And a utility bill has to be within the previous 30 days, calendar month of the date that you are applying for your medical card. It cannot be a cable television, or phone. It has to be a utility, water, electric, gas. Or you can use a property deed if you own the real estate, as long as, but it's going to have to be in your name, and the address is going to be, have to be on the deed, and 99% of them, the physical address is not on the deed. Or if you're a renter, you can use your lease, your rental agreement, for the residential property, but your name as the license holder will have to be on the lease. So if you are a college student and you are living in the dorm, you don't have anything to prove your residency except for a driver's license or a state ID. So that's, um, that's something in these college towns that I run into quite a bit. Right. Yeah, I because, can see that. Um, Right. Now, they should have a driver's license once they get into college. Right, once they get settled. Believe it or not. But, right, but there's many of them. Um, that don't. I don't know that, if I ever would have. I didn't even get my college ID when I was in college. I went all of my college <laughs> career without a college ID. Really? Yeah, yeah, wow. I did. I missed orientation, and that's when they did it. And then I was just like, oh, I guess I don't get an ID. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then there's a cat, the, then the, the payment, uh, you know, I was going to go talk to you a little bit about, um, what it costs, but there are discounts that are offered by, uh, the state of Oklahoma. If you're, if you're a Medicare recipient, and when I say Medicare, you've got to have the red, white, and blue ID card. Not, not any other one. They try to, give me united they try to give me advantage they try to give me uh triple <laughs> a uh i mean you know like but no because yeah. they're thinking well i'm i'm a senior so these <laughs> will work no it has to be the red white and blue medicare card um the other one is a medicaid which is also known as senior care right when you're using your, when you're using that discount, you cannot just provide your ID number. You have to provide proof of benefits, proof of coverage, either through an ID card or a benefit statement that you okay. can obtain from mycentercare.org. And they do it every day, five days a week. Okay. If you are a disabled veteran, um, you have to provide 
and you do not have Medicare, which is very unusual. I've never seen a veteran that's that's 100% disabled that did not have Medicare. Right. But if you do not have Medicare and you are a disabled veteran, you would have to use the VA letter, and it has to be dated six months preceding your application, and it has to state that you are 100% disabled. Okay. Um. So those are, that will get you a $23 fee to the state of Oklahoma versus $105. Right. Okay. Um, so, okay. So that's the difference. It's a, it's a pretty good discount, but uh, there's many, many people that don't want to jump through any of those hoops right. to save 80 bucks. <laughs> and then there's many people that need to jump through them right. <laughs> because they don't have the $80. Exactly. Okay. Right. The doctors visit my doctors if, and my doctors work for me. Uh, so you're not going to get this price. If you know, the general public can't just call them up and say, Hey doc, right. will you do this for me for $35? They're going to say, you need to be contacting Michelle with cannabis physicians. Okay. Um, my doctor's fees are, $35 for virtual telehealth. And I already said that that's either FaceTime or Zoom, depending on the kind of um, device that you have. Right. And my services are $25. And that's what, what we call an upload fee. And everybody in the state of Oklahoma charges it. Uh, some of them may be less for veterans, which mine is. Mine's $15 if it's doing for a veteran. But <clears throat> you know, that's just for everything from for your time, getting your documents, getting your documents, getting your medical history, uh, facilitating your uh, virtual visit with a doctor, right? Getting your compliant photo, your compliant photo, right. um, and uploading it to the state, getting you approved. And getting it in your mailbox within, um, right now we're running, I'm getting them approved right now within about seven days from the time I upload their application. Oh, nice. And they're, yeah, it's running really quick, pretty right now. They say you have to allow them 14 days, but they're, they're doing better than they were. So you can typically, as a patient, expect to pay one or two. Either $83 if you have one of the qualifying discounts total or $165 if you don't have any of them total. Okay. That's, okay? Yeah, that's that's not bad. And um, with regard to educating and the patient, that's, that's what I do. My doctor's kind of expect that, you know, from me because right. understandably, you're not going to take up a doctor's time by saying, Doctor, you know, I really want this and this is this is going to help me tremendously and I thank you can they you tell me what I need to use for right. what condition and <laughs> yeah, they're gonna say why don't you call Michelle on that? Probably <laughs> what they're gonna say tell you. Uh um, but I do. That's part of my service that I offer. Again, nobody else does that. But right. I offer educating. I offer educating the patient. 
on using THC or CBD or combination. Um, I provide published information or materials on the benefits, side effects, risks, um, and conditions. I have uh, printed material that I can just text to somebody that you can tell me what you tell me what your condition is, and I will send you a chart and tell you what property of the cannabinoid plant can best serve. You'll get the best benefit out of that um, by a couple of published information that I will pass along. And then sometimes I have to educate on smoke versus edibles, topicals um, versus smoke. Um, so education comes along with it. Um, right. Good. Usually, yeah, usually you, uh, my patients can call me. Uh, they'll talk to me when I'm at a patient, if I'm doing a patient drive, or they can just email me. You know, uh, right. and I will pass this information on to them. Yeah, you're, uh, you're then, pretty timely in your responses. I'm pretty what? You're pretty Sorry. timely. You respond pretty quickly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I um, that's just the cannabis physician answering. Uh, then there's Michelle Newman Professional Business Services DBA CPA. So that is um, my paralegal services for the cannabis industry. Right. So I have I have uh, I'm very involved in the uh, Cannabis Industry Alliance group. We meet uh, monthly here. Now it's started back up since COVID has been the COVID restrictions have been lifted. Right. So now we have started back up on um, monthly meetings. Okay. And nice. so I try to provide, yeah, I try to provide a voice for the patient. Um, of course, uh, we have all different uh, owners, managers, and operators of processes, labs, grows, dispensaries that are there. We have legislators that speak. We have state representatives that speak. We have uh, software gurus. We have metric compliance uh, people to speak. We have the OMA director in. We have licensing director in. And so um, it's an open forum for those of us that are very involved in the industry. So yeah, I awesome. attend that, and I pro I provide that feedback to my business clients. Oh, nice! Now my business client, yeah, my business client can be a dispensary owner, a grow grower, a processor. I typically back away from labs, and when I say labs, as a testing facility, right? I don't get involved in. That. They got they got a lot of regs that I don't. I choose not to uh, um, babysit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do licensing services and I provide compliance um, 
with those rules and regulations and laws for the state of Oklahoma. So my title typically is compliance paralegal for these businesses. Okay. And I wanted to tell your listeners if there is somebody out there that that does have uh, a business and if they're not aware of the cap that just went, went in place about a week ago from the governor, um, where as of August 1st of 22, there are no longer, there's a moratorium, a hold or a cap on all new businesses for a period of two years. Oh, okay. So what that means, right. So what that means, if you don't have a business license active at this time, and you then you have to apply right uh, by August by the first. Okay, August the first. And if you have a license right now, renewal will be fine. So for the next two years, they're not going to close. You don't have to close any of your businesses. We're right. just not going to get any more any, new ones? any more new ones okay. for a period of two years. Okay, that's been yeah. something that's been argued up. Yeah, it's been argued up at the Capitol for quite a while now. And most people don't have a problem with it. But there are some in the rural area, some people in the rural areas that are just now hearing about getting, that. And they're like, right. oh, my. Right. Right, right. That makes sense. I do. Um, so as the compliance paralegal and for my licensing services, I charge a fee of $35 an hour, which is my paralegal fee. For most of my services, some of them are flat fees, um, but typically they're an hourly rate. And I will um, I will say that that is cheap. <laughs> um, no, yeah, nobody's like, ever <laughs> ever right. Nobody's ever complained about that, and that can involve everything from meeting with the fire inspector, from obtaining a building permit for a municipality for for drawing up and writing an acquisition contract for doing a building lease uh, uh, of course all of your licensing all of your Bureau of Narcotics investigation or I'm sorry Oklahoma State Bureau investigation background check Secretary of State uh, work that's required when you're starting a new business or you're renewing an existing business, state tax permit. I mean, it's it's voluminous. It is voluminous. Yeah, that's, I do that's not a do lot. income. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a lot. But if you own and operate a cannabis business, uh, you don't have time to do any of that. Right. You, you right. just you don't you don't. And um, so that is a lot, but that it keeps me very busy. And um, I'm really proud of the services that I, that I offer because it's different, it's personal, it's mobile. And somebody uh, got some questions, we'll try to answer it as best as I can. But sometimes it requires me getting in the car and going to them. Right, right. And I don't I'm not opposed to I'm not opposed to doing that. If I need to come you know 
you park my to... mobile unit yeah. and spend, spend a couple days at your dispensary and help you do a grand opening. I'm going to provide marketing materials for you. I'm going to right. help you with your flyers. I'm going to put you out on all the social network platforms. I'm going to, um, um, I'm going to tell them when I'm going to be there, what you're offering. Um, I even have a 24-hour answering service if for the new business owners that uh, they're not on WeedMap, they're not on Leafly, they're not right. able to share to the public what their hours are, what the specials they have. I do have a monthly service where you can, uh, they can just push a little, uh, what, what is it when we transfer our calls? We transfer our calls. You know, we've gone home for the day. Right. We're transferring our calls and anybody. Can, them. And so when that person. <laughs> forwarding, call forwarding. Yes. Yeah. They can just call forward it. They can call forward it to my answering service. Oh, nice. And then I can, I can provide them with when they're going to be open. Right. While they're closed. If they're running a special, if they're doing a uh, patient drive. I mean, whatever they want me to do. That's part That's awesome. of the. Mark, marketing and advertising that I'll provide to some of my cannabis uh, business clients. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I know that. Um, you, what? What? What were you saying? Oh, I was just going to ask you. Uh, do you have any questions that I didn't cover, or something maybe that we need to talk about? You really did cover most of it. Um, there is, there's um, something I want to ask. Is there like a personal reason or like um, something that compelled you to pursue like helping can't people pursue medical cannabis? Like, is there something about medical cannabis that made you like, yes, I need more people to be able to have access to this? Well, I have a, um, I have a. Uh, extensive background, of course, in the legal field, from working from everywhere from um, catastrophic personal injury to workers' comp to product liability, pharmaceutical liability, um, and nursing home negligence, medical malpractice, and nursing malpractice. Dang. So, and I'm, uh, so I have an extensive understanding and knowledge of medicine and how the good, the bad, all of it, right. you know, all of it, all of it. Um, also criminal defense, right. Uh, yeah. back when I was down in Stevens County. Um, I had years and years and years of about 17 years, actually. Uh, let's see, seven, 12 years, about 12 years of working um, the criminal defense and seeing back then, you know, people are in jail for using weed. Right, right. And yeah. now, and now, yeah, and now we have, I have helped patients with epilepsy, mental retardation, Parkinson's, diabetic neuropathy, 
uh, traumatic brain injuries, veterans with PTSD, um, abused women uh, with, you know, horrible anxiety and social anxiety, uh, you name it. And I see how using cannabis in a good way, um, the benefits of it versus the ugly and the bad right. of being addicted to narcotics and pharmaceuticals. Yeah, yeah. So my one of the attorneys that I worked with for many years was before he got his law degree was a physician's assistant, and uh, so I worked with a lot of pain management doctors, orthopedics, spine specialists, neurologists, and when I decided to offer an answering service before that opening that my answering service. I um, answered for three years for 115 doctors here in oh, the state. Dang. I did nights and weekends, nights and weekends. That's a lot of doctors to cover. Yeah, yeah, that's a um, lot. <laughs> seven, <laughs> right. Um, so um, I know the doctors in this state of Oklahoma very well. And if I haven't worked with them, I've worked, you know, I've, I might have answered phones for them. Right. And I decided when cannabis, when cannabis come onto the scene, I saw that the doctors wanted to help, but they just couldn't because they didn't have the means and the ability to provide the education and the right. time to the patient. Um, and so I decided, you know what, I'm going to focus on the cannabis industry. Um, and can I relate and that? That's how I. Mm -hmm. That's how I just kind of just kind of gradually switched over. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the awesome. way I would put it. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. I like it. Well, um, thank you. What, what about, so like I know that, oh, well, I guess you kind of brought up the people that you've helped people. Um, but is there something, I don't know, what would you say is the most common reason that people are like, this is what I need this for. We've asked a lot of people, uh, a lot of people I say would, it's normally anxiety, but you actually have, you know, knowledge in this field. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, I would say the number one thing is chronic pain. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a big one. Get every, number one is chronic pain, and number two would be anxiety. Number three would be diabetes. yeah. Um, glaucoma and neurological issues such as brain injury, um, epilepsy. Right. And then we have the ugly autoimmune diseases, Oof. which are rheumatoid arthritis, right. lupus, um, believe it or not, uh, eczema, psoriasis. Um, hypertension. I heard it's huge, good for Crohn's. Huge. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, Crohn's is it's very good for Crohn's. It's um, the um, the hypertension just the it, blood sugar levels the uh, CBD oh. will uh, assist in your so that's why we're saying when we say diabetes. But there's a lot that comes along with um, 
the optical nerve, the pressure in the eye that causes the bout retina detachment, right. glaucoma, that's, that comes along with blood sugar. Um, right. So it regulates not only your blood pressure, but it helps regulate your blood sugar as well. Okay, so I have people cool. that, that uh, many p- patients that don't even, um, they don't even take any blood pressure medicines anymore. They don't take nice. sleeping meds. This insomnia uh, is, is a, a national crisis. Right. And I think it's all because we're, you know, we're, yeah busy yeah, we're alive. turned on all the time so when it comes to relaxing we're awful mm-hmm. at it <laughs> right <laughs> that's correct that's correct so what are we what are we lean to as as a person we go to either the over-counter sleeping meds or or trazodone or ambien right um uh, you know and the stuff that's not so number one you. it Number one and easiest by all means is alcohol. Yep. So, uh, right. And so if somebody really will allow themselves to educate and to use it for medicinal purposes, there's no doctor out there, no oncologist, no neurologist, no orthopedic. Uh, there's, there's just no doctor out there, endocrinologist that's going to say no if they believe that you are using it for medicinal purposes. Right. Right. But you know, of course we have, we have the, you know, we have the 18 year old that has been doing it since he was 15 and he wants to be legal. Right. And, uh, and I don't think that he should be able have to be use it. I don't think that he or she should have to when it's legal for, the the forty year old diabetic, right? It should be legal for the eighteen year old, right? Uh, exactly. I'm losing an earbud. Just a second. Oh, you're good. Okay. Okay. So. You good? Yeah, I, okay. I had to put it back in. Um. So I mean, I help I help the young ones, um, as well. Um, and you'll find that the in, and I'm just going to tell you in the younger patients, it's ADHD. Yeah, I can see that. And I, on a personal level, on a, personally, I'm an educator, and I work for the Yukon Public School District, and I uh, focus on special education, special needs children. Oh yeah. And so, so I have a huge understanding of how cannabinoids can help Help those conditions. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's legal in our schools. So if it's legal for you to medicate your um, junior high kid that has ADHD, it should be legal for you to medicate your 20-year-old as well, you know? Right, right. We can't differ, you know, we can't differentiate just on what their conditions are. But ADHD is very common, so, um, and, it's, and it does help. There are some strains that that you have to understand that it will work the opposite for. If right. you have certain conditions, seizures, seizures, of course, are, are um, 
you can even get a driver's license because you're you have epilepsy but i have people that i don't have a single uh single patient that i assisted in getting their license for that takes any anti-seizure medications any longer they oh that's only awesome use the cannabis so yeah so um it's that it's that age thing and i think that it's going to eventually be um wreck but i don't know everybody wants everybody asks me that's the same question is right when is it going to be wrecked? when do you think it's going to be wrecked yeah i know <laughs> and i said that's not even i mean we're, they've got a petition going around right now they're trying to get it on the yeah everyone's trying they got until it's july just, mm-hmm. it is just mm-hmm. every time it seems like we're gonna get it close it uh it doesn't work out yeah and it happens well, on the state level uh, it happens on the federal level it's like everybody's just kind right. of oh yeah we're gonna do it and they're like ah just right. not yet <laughs> It comes. A, it's going to come with a big ballot. It's going to come along. It's going to follow a presidential ballot or it's right. going to follow a governor's ballot. So right now they're really pushing on it uh, because we're coming up, you know, for our, a new governor. And so they're trying to get it on the ballot. And they've got to have 150,000. And as of yesterday, they had about 115,000. Signatures. And, um, and when is but, that done? Like, when's their limit? When's their time? Uh, done? They have to have 150. Uh huh. By July, sometime in July. Sometime they in have July. Have 150. Uh huh. Okay. After this, right. I want to make sure I get and, that information from you, and we'll link it and see if we can get some more signatures. <laughs> yes. Um. I was just. I just signed it. Uh. Yesterday. I just signed it yesterday. But. Uh. Check on. See in your areas, uh, people where in your areas that that petition is going around, um, and and get it signed. There, they one of the ones that are, um, I believe it's Connie Johnson that's running for governor. She is trying to get it on the ballot for to be rec as part of her platform. Uh, but oh, okay. I don't know if that'll. I don't know if that'll take place. I'm going to one of her rallies to listen to her speak Friday evening. I've been invited to attend one of her rallies to hear her speak with her constituents. So I try to stay involved, but right. if it takes away from me help, if it takes away from me helping the patient, politics will not come before that. <laughs> good, good. That's good to know. That's not always like that for everyone. That's a big deal these right. days. It is. It is. Okay. All right, you call me if you need anything else, okay? I will. All right, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Have a great evening. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.